Hello, everybody, and welcome to the My BFF Business Leaders Podcast. This podcast is designed to focus the spotlight on leading voices throughout the world of business. From marketing and technology to energy and finance, this podcast will feature brilliant minds that are shaping the future of every industry. There has never been a better time to make more business friends forever. So let's get started. There were days where I didn't want to get out of bed because I was just tired working, you know, eight hours, sometimes nine hours, and then having to get in front of a group and be very peppy and very happy and go, go, go. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there were times where, you know, I I took kind of a backseat and said, I'm going to let you do the hard work and Mm -hmm. I'm just going to kind of take it easy. But just as much as the fitness instructor pushes the class, the class inspires the fitness instructor just as much. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that motivation, watching them accomplish their goals just helped motivate me and keep me going. On this episode of the My BFF Business Leaders Podcast, we are joined by one of the founders of a fitness brand with plans to take over the world, the founder of Amstrong, Amy Moreland. Amy and her husband, Tad, started their fitness journey officially by opening up their own studio on the outskirts of Pittsburgh. Today, the husband and wife dynamic duo have expanded operations across the United States and even abroad with courses being taught in Australia and Canada. Listen in to insights provided by a true leader in fitness, Amy Moreland. I am born and raised in Pittsburgh, so go Steelers. <laughs> so I'm born and raised in Pittsburgh, and I actually don't have a fitness degree. I have a degree in MIS, so I was a computer nerd previous to, to exercising, went to Penn State, and um, I'm married and have two kids, two wonderful girls that are very much alike, but yet very much different. And um, I love I, I love talking with people. I love fitness, and um, I'm just excited to be here. Oh, and I love to shop. <laughs> That's a fun fact about me. Have to include that little tidbit, right? Yes. <laughs> so how uh, it's kind of fascinating to me that you are a computer nerd, so to speak. But how ultimately then did you get into health and, and fitness? Did you like always have a passion, even at Penn State? Not really, actually. I got into it because when I was at my job, it was so stressful. It was just a high stress job. I was traveling a lot. I had new, you know, I was a new mom. I had (laughs) toddlers running around. I had a lot of things going on and I wanted something that was just for me. So I took some fitness classes and that was just my, my stress relief. It was just time for me to just relax. I forgot about everybody, everybody and everything else. And uh, that's really how I got into it. So it was a great kind of jump. It started off just as a kind of a hobby and turned into a career. That's awesome. That's amazing. And, and prior to ultimately starting Amstrong, which we'll get into kind of later in this conversation, um, I know you were the owner of a fitness studio in the greater Pittsburgh area called You Rock Fitness. What ultimately made you decide to establish that as a formal business structure? Ironically, it was my kids. So I did all those fitness cl- fitness classes and my kids went with me to a lot of them. And they were little, right? And they were running around with a whole bunch of little kids. And And after every class, they would come up to me and they're like, how was your workout? And they're like, you rock, mom. So it became this, you rock was very, it was just the theme after every workout that I did. So after it was going along for a while, my oldest daughter, she knew I was in better terms, a teacher at my job where I would go train people. 
She's like, well, you're a teacher at work. Why can't you be a teacher for fitness? And literally that, that weekend I signed up for my first training course and the rest is history. That's amazing. And, and, and fitness came from my daughter's you rock. So that's <laughs> kind of where the name came from. I like it. And, and today are your daughters still like active in, in the fitness space and do they work out themselves and use it as an escape? They do. So they lived, they kind of grew up at the studio. Uh, we actually had a kid's room. We had some kids activities and we made fitness fun for them as well as for the adults. And uh, they got very involved. They'd actually teach classes as well, mm. which was very interesting because nobody wants to yell or say no to a kid that's up there telling you to do a hundred jumping jacks or a hundred push-ups. So it was very interesting, but they love it and they continue to do it. And my daughter's actually on the crew team and uh, has been very active in with fitness and, and will continue to do so. Awesome. And, and what was the pro what was kind of the overall uh, process like to own your own facility? Uh, I, I'm just very curious to kind of what the day to day was, because how you initially described it is fitness was like an outlet for you. And it was a great stress relief. But when you're immersed in that stress relief for the entirety of your day, the entirety of the week, I, I'm just curious if it still remains that kind of heaven uh, on earth, so to speak, or if it becomes very stressful. Well, when we first opened the studio, we actually were only open at night. So Tad and I still had our day jobs oh, wow. and then taught at night. So it was very still kind of stressful getting everything up and running, having basically now two careers or two jobs. Mm -hmm. But eventually the the fitness studio grew. So I backed off of my my normal job, if you will. Mm -hmm. And then I was doing the studio full time, probably about after a year. So it took a year to kind of get everything set up and to get where we were comfortable so that I didn't have to juggle both. Mm -hmm. um, but during that time, that class was still it was, you know, you put the music on and it's just you just can't help but be happy and you can't help but just feel good. So it still was while it still was now a new career it was still a good stress relief. Mm -hmm. That's great. Uh, it's awesome. And and I would ask then if you were doing two jobs at the same time, was it, was there ever a time where it was tough to find the motivation to, to kind of keep going and, and to kind of stay with the consistency of just nonstop from dawn till dusk, you're always being active and doing something. Yes. So it was, there were days where I didn't want to get out of bed because <laughs> I was just tired working, you know, eight hours, sometimes nine hours, and then having to get in front of a group and be very peppy and very happy and, and go, go, go. Mm -hmm. uh, and there were times where, you know, I, I took kind of a backseat and said, I'm going to let you do the hard work and I'm just going to kind of take it easy. But just as much as the fitness instructor pushes the class, the class inspires the fitness instructor just as much. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that motivation, watching them accomplish their goals just helped motivate me and keep me going. That's awesome. That's fantastic to hear. And I know it, it it's kind of almost like a family structure there too, with you and, and, and the people that take your class. And you obviously described how close that and tight knit your family is um, today, but what ultimately decided uh, to make you pivot to focusing on Amped Strong and, and kind of build a community of sorts there? So it was, like you said, it was very hard to, to the family, the studio was very much, I mean, we were really close. We did things outside of the studio together. I met a lot of people. My kids made, made friends there. It was really just a great bonding. 
Um, but with Ant Strong, we started, you know, doing trainings, doing more events. And you know that phrase where it's like you can't you can't handle too much, right? If you're gonna be in this and this and you're gonna do a little bit good instead of doing something very, you know, excellent or you know, very well, um, we had to kind of pick. And that's where after nine years of having the studio, we made that decision that Amped needed to kind of be our focus because it was growing, you know, all over the United States and that really needed our attention. Um, and the studio was, you know, we still kept those friendships. We still kept meeting people and still exercising, just not in that physical location. So did the creation of Amped kind of coincide and run parallel to the creation of UROC Fitness? Or was it after you guys were kind of running UROC Fitness for a little bit of time, you decided to start Amped after seeing the success of the courses themselves? So it was about two years later after we were in the studio and we were we were trying to be different, right? We didn't want to have the same type of classes that every other gym in every other location had. So we brought in kettlebells and we brought in some different equipment and said, okay, let's try this and let's give people a different workout. Mm -hmm. Well, after we were using them and we were trying different things and, you know, we were finding the, the kind of uh, perfect uh, kind of partnership with music and the equipment, we kind of saw a thing going where everybody's, their facial expressions changed. They kept coming back because they were like, I really like this. It's different. Mm -hmm. uh, so from there, still, we had no intention. We're like, okay, it's cool. People like it. We have people coming to class. We had instructors from other areas starting to come in and they're like, can I go teach this? I want this. And that's where Amp Strong was really born, where then we decided to actually make it a training so that we could provide instructors that information to now take to other gyms. Mm -hmm. So I, I have to ask, why kettlebells? Is it is it because they were so unique or um, what, what was obviously the thought process behind making that a, a, the forefront and focus uh, of the courses? I think it's well. Tad and I, we used it for, we used kettlebells for personal training. We had used kettlebells, you know, just for kind of our own personal workout. And you see the results, you see the benefits from it, but they're not really used in a group fitness setting. It was something that's used more one-on-one -on -one or maybe in a really small group. Mm -hmm. And we thought, thought, there's no reason why you can't. You just have to make sure it's safe and you have to make sure that, you know, people were doing everything the right way and at the right tempo, those types of things. Mm -hmm. So we decided to try it. And it really wasn't a choreographed class at first. It was more just like, all right, we're going to put a group of people and we're just going to say, hey, go to the beat. Mm -hmm. And we took the weights down and made it just fun. And they're colored kettlebells. They were like pink kettlebells and blue kettlebells and people weren't intimidated by it. So it made that tool then so, so different, so unique and fun that we just rolled with it. Mm -hmm. That's great. And I know we've obviously in the past couple of questions got into this a little bit, but taking a, a full step back for our listeners that maybe have never heard of Amp Strong before, how would you describe the business, the brand um, personally to you? So Amp Strong is a group fitness kind of brand. We now have six formats underneath it, but each one of them unique based on the equipment that we're using. The great thing with Amstrong and all the formats is that anybody can do it. So that is one thing that, you know, you can be 20, you can be 80. And we have instructors and participants in that age range. So we make sure that anybody can do anything and uh, they feel comfortable doing it. 
And and I'm going to put you on the spot here now a little bit too, but say I, I'm just getting into fitness or I just want to start working out for the first time. What's your best sales pitch of why Armstrong would be a good fit for me outside of the, the comfortability and the flexibility? So Armstrong is one of those formats where you get everything in your workout. You get your strength training, you get your cardio exercise, you get core, you get balance, you get everything that you need to have a well-balanced workout all within the pro the programs that we have. And because you kind of can market the program to the masses and it can appeal to so many different types of athletes or uh, people of different levels of fitness, do you guys have kind of a core demographic or target audience that you see more of uh, a, per a specific type of person or a, a specific type of level of experience with fitness overall? Or is it kind of widespread across the board? I think it's widespread. I mean, we have some instructors that are teaching um, Army. They're at the Army base and they're teaching, you know, uh, that group that has kind of a different kind of working than, say, your uh, stay-at-home moms. So we have a wide range. And then we, we actually have an active older adult uh, program that helps with, um, you know, maybe some rehab, maybe some, you know, you have to stay in a chair, those types of things. So it's really kind of all over the place. There's not like one group uh, that, that really is kind of specific. And I'll add, men shouldn't be scared of this either. <laughs> we have plenty of men. You know, you see in group fitness, you see a lot of women. This actually has brought more men in because it's a kettlebell mm -hmm. or it's a resistance band or whatever we're, you know, whatever format it is. It's not as dancey as some of the other formats. So it's not as intimidating for some of the men. And uh, we do get more men and couples that will take classes together. So that's also pretty awesome. And could you dive deeper into what the number of courses that you have, uh, that you guys have under the Armstrong uh, overall category? Sure. So Kettlebell Amped was the first one that we started with. And again, that was because we saw that kind of uniqueness with the kettlebell and decided to, to kind of run with it. From there, we had Amped Resistance. Same concept, except we're using resistance bands instead of kettlebell. And then after that, really, a lot of instructors took the two and kind of meshed them. So we had a bells and bands class. So you can kind of get the best of both worlds. After Amped Resistance, we had Amped Power Flow. Amped Power Flow is our yoga-inspired format. And that really came because I had two knee surgeries. So my doctor's like, you need to do some yoga. And you need to do some balance work. And you need to start to, to you know, kind of expand. And that was perfect for, for me and perfect for a lot of others to do that. After Amped Power Flow, we added Amped Strength. That is our weighted bar or our barbell program. So think clean and presses, lots of squats, lunges, those types of things. Then we added Amped Burn this year in the summer. That is our bar inspired. And just in December, we added Amped Build, which is our first non-choreographed format uh, that we developed more so for a just quick 30-minute we're going to get in, get out and get everything done really quick. And uh, that's been a huge success so far as well. So, Amy, if, if you don't mind me asking, what ultimately uh, made you guys decide to start Build here recently in December? So, as you know, with everything going on, the fitness industry has definitely had to adapt like many industries have. And Build gave us the opportunity to do more and give our instructors more tools to do things online. 
So it was a great way if people didn't have a kettlebell at home, they couldn't do our kettlebell program, if they didn't have resistance bands, it's a lot more just cardio, it's not choreographed to music. So you don't have to worry about those types of things. And it's easy for the instructor to just give a 30 minute workout on Zoom or pre-recorded uh, to give their participants what they need kind of during <laughs> during this time when everything's shut down, not shut down. And it just, it gave it gave them more opportunities. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and you said it best there is obviously the health and, and fitness industry overall has been impacted greatly by, by COVID-19. Have you guys as a business had to pivot at all in any other places um, during this time period to kind of just accommodate or, or take different leaps for the future? Well, with this, you know, it's been great because I think with COVID more and more people are realizing that health is, it's just, the wellness and the health is so important. So it got more people exercising at home. It got more people active. So for us, while we did have to pivot from a live training to Zoom or even pre-recorded, it it just showed the importance of, of fitness. It showed the importance of, you know, getting up and moving. So I think that's really good. And as far as instructors, they've been great because They've taken this time not to just say, okay, what am I going to do? They're taking this time to learn new things mm -hmm. and kettlebells being, you know, one of them, it's a great way and it's a great time to do that. So when things do open up, they're ready. Mm -hmm. That's great to hear. And, and I, out of curiosity, do you guys have one course that is more popular or kind of your best seller, so to speak, compared to the others? I think it's, I, I go with kettlebell amped just because it's, you know, that, that main one and it is so unique. Mm -hmm. uh, no, there's no other fitness format out there that uses the kettlebells like we do. So I think that's why people are kind of drawn to us. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is they see that and then kind of go to other ones as well. And you can fuse them all together. So there's some instructors that will do kettlebells and bars and, you know, build and everything all in one to just kind of get a mix. Mm -hmm. And I know you stated that you've been around the greater Pittsburgh area for the greater part of your life, but do operations for AMP expand outside of just the local area? So we have amped instructors all over the world. So we're all over the United States. We're in Canada and we have a big following in Australia. So oh. I've been to Australia seven times wow. to do trainings there, um, pre-COVID, of course. And now we're expanding into Europe, to Singapore, to some different places. And it's been great because Zoom has allowed us to do that. So we don't have to travel as much. And now with, with the, the technology, we've been able to do some trainings and it's really helped us expand kind of all over the world. Australia is, is quite unique to say the least. So how, how did an expansion like that occur? So I decided to take a risk several years ago and do a fitness show out there. And it was one of those things where I was like, I don't know, they had never heard of us. They had no idea who we were. And we went and we did a show and we did some demos and it just took off. So that that trip was just the fitness show. And then they kept asking us to come back. So like I said, six times I've been there in their winter, their summer, I've been there for all seasons. And it was it's an awesome place to go and to experience a long flight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but a great place to go. And it's been I I have the best instructors over there. And did the expansion kind of into Canada and the other parts of the U.S., um, did they kind of occur the same way with you guys traveling to fitness shows and, and kind of putting yourself out there initially when the brand was first created? 
Yes. Yes. So the best way to really kind of experience it or to, to get to know it is to experience it. Mm -hmm. So those fitness shows had given us an opportunity to, to show different people for them to try it out and, and see what we're all about. And then from there, it just kind of grew. And would you recommend, or would you say in the future that you guys will kind of continue with that same sort of growth strategy of, of attending uh, more fitness shows and things of that nature, obviously once COVID passes, hopefully once COVID passes. Yes. I can't wait actually. And I, I know a lot of fitness instructors and a lot of people, we can't wait to get back out there. The, the whole point of group fitness, you know, is that, that motivation and that inspiration you get from other people in the room and we all miss it. We crave it. So as soon as those, those are back up, I will definitely be there. And I'm sure a lot of other people will as well. And I'd have to imagine that obviously with, with where you guys are located kind of all across the globe, your team is relatively large, but who kind of makes up the core leadership team, so to speak? So that's where we kind of fool you a little bit. So I have my husband and I that are here in Pittsburgh and we have a couple master trainers and really that's it. So we're a very smaller team. Um, we are looking to expand or we are looking to grow, but we do that and we do that because I want everybody to really kind of have a, a hand in everything, right? I want our instructors to get to know myself, get to know Tad, uh, get to know all the other trainers. So I have a master trainer in Virginia. Her name is Jessie. I have two trainers in uh, Pennsylvania, Danielle and Sean. I have one in South Carolina, Amanda, and then I have one in all over on the other side, the side of the country in Washington, that's Jen. Right. So, and again, we're growing. So we have in different locations, but um, mainly, you know, Tad and I here in Pittsburgh is we handle the kind of the day-to-day -day stuff. Mm -hmm. And looking back on when you and Tad first established the brand, where everything stands today, is this exactly kind of what you envisioned? No. So we never imagined, um, I, you know, I said when we started Kettlebell, I was like, We've, we, this is enough. <laughs> We're not going any further. Right. And we still figured we'd have our studio and we just kind of do trainings here and there. And it would, you know, it kind of keep us busy and we'd get to travel and do some fun things and meet some people. But just kind of seeing and being out there and seeing the need for different formats and seeing the need to kind of expand. Um, you know, now we have six formats. I would have never imagined imagined that. And uh, everybody asked, they're like, when's your next format? And I, you know, I would always say, we're not doing another one. Now I can't say that because I never know. And what does the, is there any sort of insights or any sort of vision in your guys' mind of what the future holds for Armstrong? So we just continue, you know, we, we want to grow and we want, really want to just meet more instructors and meet more people. Uh, the reason why we created this format was ultimately just to be able to bring fitness in a different way to those gyms and to those locations. Mm -hmm. And I love doing that as well as, you know, just showing up for a class and, and, you know, getting to meet those people. I get to hear from instructors all the time that tell me, you never believe what this one person in my class can now do because of Amped. So I want to be able to go and meet them. And I want to be able to do that. So that's really what I'm looking and hoping to do more of, again, once we can travel to be able to, you know, to meet those people and see them. And are there any specific kind of cities or destinations that you're eager to travel to once kind of the pandemic subsides? I would love to get a training in Hawaii. <laughs> if anybody knows the training in Hawaii. But I really, you know, we've been 
all over. And it's, it's funny how some people are like, oh, you know, you want to go to New York City or you want to go to here and some of those bigger cities. We've had some of the best trainings in some little, really smaller towns where, you know, we really get to, you know, eat locally and visit and they show you around and that type of thing. And that's that's so much fun. So it really doesn't matter where I go uh, as long as I, you know, like I said, get to meet new people and and get to experience where they are and, and who they are. Mm-hmm. That's great to hear. And and kind of uh, you've been fantastic at answering all of these questions. And before we jump into everyone's favorite lightning round of questions on our podcast here, where can our listeners go to learn more about AMPT programs and offerings? Sure. So we have a website. It's ampedstrong.com. And I'll make sure I spell that's A-M-P-D strong.com. And you can also check us out on Instagram at, at Amped Strong or Facebook. The Facebook name is a little bit different because it started with Kettlebell Amped. So it's Kettlebell Amped on Facebook. Right. Great to hear. And okay, so now we're jumping into the lightning round of questions. Are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> so we start the same way off every time. What's the first car that you ever owned? A teal Subaru Impreza. Was it your favorite one? And it was that college car, you know, that was kind of the the beat up kind of car, but it, it got me through a lot of memories. So probably, yes. If you couldn't work in health or fitness, what would your profession be? A wedding planner. Oh, okay. I, I loved planning the my wedding. I loved being a part of people's. I just loved it. I, I would love to do that. And we talked about this a little bit earlier, I'd say, but if money were no object at all and you could travel anywhere in the world right now, where would you go? Greece. Greece. So personally for you, who's your favorite artist to listen to while working out? All right. So it's kind of a tie between two people. Pink, because I just love pink, and Eminem. Because when you need that motivation and you just need to like go hard, Mm Eminem is my go-to guy. And I I should have asked this earlier too, but so like when you're teaching one of these courses, do you kind of control the music and it's your playlist going down and that's different by trainer by trainer or? Yeah. So we give the instructors the, the, the um, artists and the song so that they can kind of pick and choose, like get new, you know, new routines each month, Mm -hmm. but we have a huge variety. We have everything from, Marilyn Manson and Metallica <laughs> to Toby Mac and um, some Christian art. We we're all over the place mm-hmm. with um, with artists to give that variety because not every group likes the same type of people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it just depends on the format and it depends on your mood. <laughs> so if someone walked into your house so they could expect to hear a lot of Eminem and Pink day to day. Pretty much. So final question for you, since we're just kicking off 2021, what's one of your personal New Year's resolutions? To drink more water. It is one thing that I, I, as a fitness professional, you know, I I tell people to drink water. I love iced tea, like love iced tea, and I need to drink more water. So that is one of my big goals. I like it. So thank you again, Amy, uh, for taking the time today. This was fantastic to to get to learn more about your business. And I know our audience will definitely be looking forward to your insights of health and fitness overall. Any final words that you'd like to add today? No, I just want to say thank you, Colton, for having me. Um, it's been an honor. And I'm, you know, I'm just I'm so excited for 2021 and, and what the future brings. Right, thank you again, Amy. Thanks. 
Thanks for tuning into this episode of the My BFF Business Leaders podcast with founder of Amp Strong, Amy Moreland. I'm your host, Colton Hauer, and make sure you keep looking forward. Hi, everyone. This is Colton Hauer, the host of the My BFF Business Leaders podcast. I just wanted to take some time here to let you know that if you're thinking of starting up your own podcast, there's a way for you to do a show without having to become an audio editing or production wizard. Pretty Easy Podcasts help podcasters get their show recorded and posted with a complete studio at their disposal. You can record from home, your office, at the park, wherever you desire, and the Pretty Easy Podcast team will cater to that schedule and give you a producer for your show at your beck and call. If you have an idea for a show, if you have an idea for some great episodes that you want to string together and just don't want to really get into the, the weeds of editing and production, contact Pretty Easy Podcast today. Visit them online at prettyeasypodcast.com or visit them on Instagram and Facebook and sign up.